Welcome to the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Scott Aaron, and each and every week, I'm going to come to you with short, simple, and powerful tactics of how you can grow your network marketing business, brand, bank account, and impact on those around you. And just remember, network marketing is not easy, but it can be made easy with simple steps to create the success that you truly deserve. So Justin and Elise, welcome to today's episode and super stoked about today. So uh, for a number of reasons, number one, it's, it's actually nice to, and, and this is actually true, it's the first couples interview uh, I've ever done. So usually it's business partners or friends, but actually having a couple on here doing an interview, number one, that's amazing. So I know my audience is going to be really stoked to hear that. We're so honored. <laughs> but I'm the one that's honored. But number two, the, I, I always really love to come back to this and it's the, the ideals of networking and, and living by the principles of the science of getting rich, which is living in a world of collaboration and creation instead of a world of competition and comparison. And, you know, Justin and I first connected on LinkedIn. He did a, a nice outreach to me. We had a great conversation on the phone. And now here we are doing a podcast episode. And, and for the listeners, I just want you guys to understand that if, if you want the needle of your business and your life to move forward, you're not a tree. So you have to move it forward yourself if you want something in your life to actually move forward. So with that, I just want to welcome you two amazing human beings to the episode. Number two, for the audience that is not familiar with you guys or the work that you guys do, we're going to dive real deep into that stuff. But what my audience loves hearing first, which kind of sets the tone for the whole conversation is for, e for each of you. What was that moment in your entrepreneurial journey where it was that aha moment, that light bulb moment where that spark was lit for you guys that has sent you down on this path that you're never coming off of? Yeah, so I can start with that one. Um, I, I guess from a very young age, I knew exactly what it was I wanted to do. Um, since I was 13 years old, it was my first trip to New York City and I decided in that moment that I was going to be a fashion buyer in New York City, working for a luxury company. And I actually achieved that goal uh, by the age of 26, continued on in my career. You know, by the age of 28, I was managing a buying department. Um, and I would say shortly thereafter, I got to a point and, you know, this, is, this was kind of my aha moment where I was like, is this it? Right? Like I had spent the last, 15 years, 15 or so years of my life getting to this place. And it wasn't really as great as I, as I was expecting it to be. It was amazing. I mean, there were a lot of really amazing things about it. It was any girl's dream job. Absolutely. But there was, there was a, a, something missing for me. Um, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Um, I spent the next couple of years dabbling in a bunch of different things. You know, I wanted to potentially be a sommelier. I became a spin instructor, um, thought about event planning, hospitality. Um, and then it was 
shortly after seeing Justin moving into the coaching space, uh, he actually did some coaching with me. And then I, I discovered that I wanted to be a coach as well. It was, it was quite a difficult decision for me because I, I uh, am extremely independent. So thinking I was following in his footsteps was a bit of a bit, a bit of a difficult thing for me to overcome, but you know, it has been the most amazing decision ever. Um, I did go through a, a certified energy coaching program. So I'm now a, a core energy coach, um, which is, which has, absolutely been the, the no turning back thing for me. I mean, my, it was as if I was living in black and white before, and now my life is, is in color every day. Every moment is in color. Love that. And you know, it's, it's so funny because my wife and I somewhat similar, you know, she, um, I, I always tell her, I feel like I've created a monster because when, when we got together, I was doing a lot of the coaching and, you know, she was running a remote business and, you know, she, she's had the entrepreneurial bug her entire life. And, and since then, three years later, now we've, we've launched our, our own digital branding and marketing agency and, um, you know, running full steam ahead, building out teams. And, uh, you know, we never knew we were going to get to this place, but there, there are things that she's great at that I'm terrible at. And there's things that I'm great at that she's terrible at. And we, we basically, it's, it's a match made in heaven um, in so many ways that it makes it work. And, and, and I think that's why, again, you know, the audience couldn't see that, but you gave yourselves a high five because I'm sure you relate to that. And that's, that's how you make a successful team work. And, you know, my wife says it best. She goes, we water each other. And, um, and we really do. And, and I, I can tell you guys do the same thing. And, and I think that's, it, it's, it's really beautiful to see that, you know, Justin, you working with Elise kind of inspired her to kind of dig in a little bit deeper to the gift that she had that she maybe didn't know that she, she had inside of her this entire time. And, uh, and, and now you guys are doing this. So that's, that's just really awesome to see. Oh, you're exactly right. And the, the more that we worked together, um, the more this fire I saw in her just continue to uh, not just ignite, but continue to combust and just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, the way she works with people and the, the results that she sees. And it, it's, it's, it's this self-fulfilling prophecy that when you do something that you love, you put more passion, more attention, more care into it. And, and just seeing that is, is worth its weight in gold. So um, my entrepreneurial journey was a little bit different. I always knew deep down that I had this entrepreneurial bug. Um, I believe everybody has a little bit of an entrepreneur in them. It's just a matter of how comfortable they are getting uncomfortable. And I think from my athletic background, um, I got very uncomfortable being uncomfortable very early in my life. And it would, I, I still remember I would, I was the kid on the corner uh, with the lemonade stands. I was the kid who started a, at the age of six, went around to the entire neighborhood and uh, had a fly swatting company. I would go into people's homes. <laughs> <laughs> you never told uh, me yeah. that. Oh yeah. And I would go in and, fly and swap people's uh, <laughs> flies <laughs> and um, it didn't do very well um, I lived in Canada so there's not a lot of them around but um, yeah and so but as as it does as as pretend 
uh, goes away as you grow up. You're taught to go into the world and do certain things and make certain money and certain jobs. Uh, and, and I followed my passion in athletics and uh, hockey took over. I came down to the States on a scholarship, played, um, and then knew that I had a passion and affinity for coaching. And I went right into, uh, took a lot of what I knew in terms of performance and analytics and data and technology and, and turned it into a performance uh, a company that ultimately uh, took me to the NHL and it wasn't until I came back to what my true values were what I truly valued not only in me as a person but also in what in in what I would hold the people that I interacted with around me to that I was actually forced out and I, I got fired on Christmas Eve and it was actually Elise's mom that said because her she comes from what she did failed to mention was she comes from a very entrepreneurial family and uh, her father uh, is an extremely uh, successful entrepreneur so is uh, is her mother and when I got fired she didn't say this to my face but I found out later she said is Justin finally going to go and act upon the entrepreneurial skills that he has and everybody else around knew that I had this, this bug, this itch, this, uh, this desire, but I never, I kind of just buried it in, in the kid uh, with the fly swatting business back at the age of six. So, um, so my story, like I said, was a little bit different. I was kind of forced into it, but the moment that I leaned into it again, same thing happened was that fire turned on and, uh, and away we went. So, so for you, Elise and, and Justin, um, what would you say? Because, you know, I always believe in foundational principles. And for me, you know, my background is in health and wellness. I did that for nearly two decades. So I always relate things back to the gym and repetition and, you know, um, just making sure that you're disciplined. So first, uh, Elise, what would you say? you know, prior to all the coaching that you're doing when you were, you know, working in, in high-end fashion and all that stuff, what was something that, that you learned lesson-wise in, in that experience that you were then able to come out of that and apply that lesson to the coaching business that you now have that has enabled you to thrive the way that you are? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say there's two two major takeaways I have. One is that I realized I was living in what we were, what we refer to as um, a fear-based mode. Um, a lot of my values were based off of things that were instilled in me, either from the the world that I lived in, what I came to understand, you know, the way that I grew up. Um, you know, I valued the title and where I lived and the company, the name of the company that I worked for, um, and not necessarily what I was doing on a day-to-day -day basis and how I was showing up to make the world a better place. Um, so, you know, I did, I've done a lot of intrinsic work to figure out what my, the opposite of fear-based values are what we call conscious-based values was to really do some work to understand what those are. Um, and I found out, found, found out some really, really interesting things about myself, um, which leads me to my second point. One of them, one of the main things I learned about myself was vulnerability. Um, I very much so was one person in my personal life and another person in my business life. Um, you know, I believed I couldn't show my true colors at work. I couldn't show my emotions. 
Um, and the, the interesting thing is that it actually worked for me. Um, it got me to, you know, a, a pretty good place in my career pretty quickly. Um, but what I failed to recognize was everything I was losing on the way. Um, and as I've learned to play with vulnerability, be more vulnerable, it's like so many relationships that, that were stunted have, are now taken to a completely new level when you bring in that layer, layer of vulnerability, when you let people see who you truly are. Because at the end of the day, everybody's human and they just wanna know that that person sitting across you or next to you is human as well. I mean, even for the first, I would say the first year of, of our relationship, I had a really, really tough time even getting vulnerable with Justin, maybe even longer than a year. But yeah, that is absolutely something that I've learned is vulnerability is, it's not a weakness, it's actually a massive strength. Yeah, you know, one of the uh, things that I always tell people is your vulnerability is one of the greatest strengths that you can ever possess. And every single one of us has it inside of us, but we have this fear-based mentality that, oh my God, if I, if I let my guard down, if I really you know, show people who I really am, they're going to judge me, they're going to talk about me. And um, I love what Les Brown says. He goes, the thoughts and opinions of others doesn't have to become who you are. So, but what I've learned is the more vulnerable I have become in my journey and my story has not pushed people away. It's actually brought them closer to me. And it's also inspired other people. You know, if he can share his story the way that he is and sharing his ups and downs, it gives people the unconscious permission to do the same thing for themselves. So I think that's awesome. So, so Justin, you know, we have some more backgrounds. I, I didn't make it to the level that you did, but you know, a lot of my life was around athletics and then obviously into fitness. So, you know, being a performance coach and getting to that highest level, you know, I mean, we talk about the pinnacle of sport and, you know, getting to the, the, the highest professional level. So what was the greatest lesson that you learned in that experience that you've been able to then implant into what you're doing now with your business? Yeah, that's a, again, great question. And, and it's, I think a lot of us in looking at people at that highest level, um, have this, this, uh, this inability to separate, uh, perception from reality. And we hold these guys on such a pedestal that, we compare ourselves to them and that can be that that can be sure i, I was in the nhl but uh, that could be the nfl the nba it could be uh comparing yourself to um uh, the ceo of fortune 500 companies it could be uh going and pinpointing someone as such as elon musk or jeff bezos or whoever it is but we put these people up on a pedestal saying Oh, look at what he does. That's what I need to do to be successful. Oh, look at what this person does. I need to be, do that to be successful. Oh, he looks like that. That's what I need to do to be successful. Rather than taking a look at the, and I'll, and I'll get a little deeper on this in a second, but taking a look at the quantifiable data, taking a look at you yourself and what you're doing, you yourself, what works for you, you yourself, what doesn't work for you, you, your values, and really breaking it down to knowing that 
you as Scott is not going to be what Gerard Butler needs to do or what um, Sidney Crosby needs to do or Jeff Bezos needs to do to be successful. It's what Scott needs to do. It is what you need to do at your core. And so comparison is the killer to progress. And it's, it's how we show up and kind of in our company's name and own it is owning who you are, owning your truth and, and succumbing to that and, and being okay there, having empathy with yourself, having kindness with yourself, knowing that I need to show up the best way for me today. It might not be where I need to be or want to be or, or, or want or ultimately want to end up. But it's the journey that I'm about to go on that today, this is what I need to do. So tomorrow I can be somewhere else. And the day after I can be somewhere else and enjoying that journey and not comparing your chapter one, your chapter two, your chapter five to somebody else's chapter 50. Could not agree more with the both of you. I, I think you both beautifully stated all of that, you know, vulnerability and, and, you know, comparison is the thief of our joy. I mean, it really is, but I have a, I did a, a Facebook live on this uh, a few months back. I have a really, uh, I have a love hate relationship with social media and I love it because, you know, I'm a connector. So I love connecting with my audience. I love connecting with people. I love providing value. I hate it because there's so much bullshit out there that it drives me crazy. All these people that are quote unquote, faking it until they're making it. Everyone's a self-proclaimed guru and coach and they haven't done the work. I was giving a keynote on September of 2019 at a high level mastermind. And I was talking about, you know, my zone of genius is LinkedIn and building businesses and brands on there. And I said to the audience, and I didn't even realize I said it until the host of the event quoted me on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, I said that? Like, so you, you just, you know, when you get into state and you're in that flow, stuff just falls out of your mouth. And I said, the greatest certification that any one person can get is called living through life. Because people can get certifications like you did, Elise, but you earned that certification by the work that you did to get it. But there's a lot of people that self-proclaim that they coach this and they coach that you know, just like Justin, all the work that you had to do. And I always tell people, you develop your own coaching as you work through it yourself, because when you can come out and you're spit out on the other end better than before, you've given yourself that permission to then show other people how to do it themselves because you've paved the way. And why I feel that there's a lot of misrepresentation on social media is because people don't understand what success really is. They think it's in the make and model of a car or the size of a house or the, the label on their clothes. And to some people, that is the definition of success or the, the amount of money in their bank account. For me, success is really living each day with joy and ease and doing what I do never considering it work, never considering it a job. You know, I've been able to, and, and my wife as well, we've been able to take our passions and turn them into profit by 
helping people. And that's what, and that's what you guys do. And that's what feels so good to me, knowing that what I do every single day is adding value to people's lives and people are becoming better because of what we're doing. So, and how about just the freedom of which you're able to live? Yes. And I'm not, and I'm not talking about freedom just in terms of you can go work for the, from the beach or you can go work from any country anywhere and take pictures for the gram. I'm talking about the freedom of your conscience, the freedom of the chains that corporate America or what somebody else thinks of you may hold you to, but instead you have the freedom to live life on your terms and in doing it, making a massive impact for somebody else and on scale. And that I think is what has transcended us to a, a, a completely different state of enjoyment is that the look on somebody else's face when that aha moment comes and goes, thank you guys. I was struggling with this for so long and I don't need to do, I don't need to struggle anymore. Thank you guys. I, I didn't know what to do. And now that I've seen it, I cannot unsee it. And it's like Elise said, it's taking people from living in black and white to living in color. And we, we, we have a heavy faith background, spiritual background, and it, it comes back to, we, we, we live this life to serve. We live this life to do things for others. And the more that you build others up, the more that you truly show up, the better your life is going to be at the end of the day. And when, when you were talking about social media and Instagram and people showing up in different levels of success it, and faking it till you make it, we're really just seeing snippets of the insecurities that people are not truly able to own and understanding that a lot of things take patience, a lot of things take time. And as you're going through this, building relationships and human connection is truly what coaching is all about. There's so many coaching programs out there. There's so many one-off courses that watch this and you're going to 10X your business. Watch, but little do you know, the guy that's promoting it is standing on a private jet with taking a picture on Instagram with the beach in the background. And <laughs> because you bought the course, that's really what it's paying for rather than it truly making a hardcore difference in your life that's relationship-based, that we know your name, we know who you are, we know where you live, we know how many kids you have, we know your true struggles, we know you in your strongest time and in your most vulnerable time and can help propel you to build that business. We can help propel you to change your energy levels, to change the state, to change the weight struggles, the self-esteem issues, all of these things that you're battling that at the end of the day, life is so short and we should be blessed with the fact of being able to show up every day, waking up in a state of gratitude and living in that level five, six, seven energy that Elise is so great at, um, at explaining. You know, Robin Sharma says, if you want to make millions, find a way to serve millions. And if you want to make billions, find a way to go serve billions. And it, the more people that you serve, the, the income is the side effect of the lives that you're able to touch. So 
I definitely want to dive into what you guys do, but there's one more question that I want to ask the two of you before we move into that. So Elise, um, and then Justin, what would you guys say is the biggest obstacle that you guys have had to overcome in this new venture of entrepreneurship outside of what you did prior? I would say my biggest obstacle was um, about detaching from what I thought my identity was for so long. Um, you know, I described earlier how I was, I had known since I was 13 at a very young age what I wanted to do. And all of my experiences after that uh, were built around doing that and, and working towards that goal. Um, and I, re I remember so many people in college saying, wow, I'm so jealous. You know exactly what you want to do. And it became a massive part of my identity. And then as I continued to, to live in through my career, you know, my career was always my number one priority. It was a very, very big part of who I was. Um, and I think letting that go, um, letting we're actually leaving New York, um, letting New York go. Um, and being open-minded to, and, and not only open-minded, but also trusting of this new experience, which kind of relates to what you were talking about. Um, you know, we are trusting that what we are do, what we, what we do, we're in it for the right reasons. We're doing it for the right reasons and everything else will happen the way it's meant to, right? Like the, the, the money and, and, and the, the, all of that kind of stuff that flows as long as you show up every day for the right reasons. And for me, it was the biggest thing, letting that identity go, letting that fear, all of that fear, all of these things go and just living who I am every day. And I'm sure you felt so much lighter Absolutely. after all. I mean, because think about the, you know, it, it's like trying to run through an airport carrying 18 bags worth of luggage, all the identity, and you, you, you can't run. You just got to leave the bags where they are and just sprint forward. So, you know, for me, I've, I've been through a lot of different identities, you know, being the kid that was bullied and picked on to um, the personal trainer, to the bodybuilder, to the network marketer. And, and at the end of the day, when I, when I stripped away all those layers, I still always came back to that, that, that nice, sweet, genuine, authentic, real person that I've always been. And just like you said, Show up every day. Show what you, you, we have that responsibility, you know, that inner light to show up every single day to help other people. And again, everything that comes with it, whatever those things are, it's a side effect of the lives that you've been able to touch. So I completely agree. So Justin, what about you? What, what was the biggest obstacle that, that you had to face and overcome making this transition into the coaching industry? The biggest thing for me, uh, and I'm going to say there, there's two, um, one as an individual and then one as a couple. The, the one as an individual was coming from a team setting, coming from a place where you were all collaborating towards something as a goal and you had a team around you working together to foster towards something. Now all of a sudden being on my own and not knowing who to trust, not knowing who to turn to, um, hundreds of thousands of dollars wasted on who I thought I could trust, who I thought I uh, made a connection with, 
but there was there was ill intentions there there was there was a the, the my um gullibleness i guess you will in terms of just looking for a friend looking for a mentor looking for a coach looking for um a teammate for lack of a better word to help guide the process and to uh, move forward together or to uh, take advice from was was ill-advised and I and I, I it took me a long time to truly figure out who my network needed to be and uh, what intentions they truly had or if if I should be conversing with that person at all and it's it, it was a it was a very very hard I didn't have anyone to to guide through it because otherwise coming through the, the field of sport you'd get traded, your contract would um, expire, you'd be picked up by somebody else, whatever it may be. The moment that you signed on the dotted line, you walked into that locker room, you had 26 to 30 teammates that were there for you thick or thin. But in the real world, you, to be honest, you have yourself, you're your own white knight. And it was Elise that was was my backbone and my rock through everything. That, that was your white knight. Yeah, <laughs> that that truly allowed me to gain the confidence back that I needed to figure out what proper networking techniques looked like, and then ultimately how to thrive on those. And so that was, I think, my biggest one individually. As a couple, it was definitely being able to separate our relationship at work and business to our personal relationship and not letting the, um, the boundaries get crossed and, and, and to truly understand how we could function at that high elite level, both as business partners and as, as a, as a couple. And that, um, was something that we sought out how we sought help from, uh, we had coaches that helped us through that. And, um, we have, we've ultimately been able to navigate that. But those are, those are definitely the two things that, um, that, that were the toughest transition. Amazing. And again, we, we go back to vulnerability and, and sharing those things with the audience is, is just going to help them and give them permission to, to move forward and, and let go of those things that they're carrying. So, so let's get into the nitty gritty before I, I start to wind down to my, my final questions. So the audience has heard so much about you guys and, and you've given so much, um, uh, into them as far as things that you had to overcome. So let's talk about how you guys actually help people. So, you know, for the listeners, you know, who's the ideal people that, that you guys typically work with? And most importantly, uh, to give people a good idea, you know, where is that person when they're showing up to you as opposed to where are they when they exit working with you? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, to start off with, with what it is that we do and how we help people, um, we, we, ver we, have, we have two main areas that we really concentrate in. We have a wellness offer and we have a business offer. Um, on the wellness side, you know, that Justin is very, very heavily involved from a, a data-backed um, data information so that you can really understand your progress in terms of how you're showing up in, in fitness. Um, and he can speak more to that. He's much more fluent in that than I am. Um, and then within the wellness offer, what we found is there's actually a lot of people who show up with um, a, a limited belief mindset. And by that, I mean, you know, there's so many people 
thinking, you know, I, my, I injured my knee. I can't, I can't exercise anymore. Or, you know, I was bullied as a kid. I'm not meant to look that way or it's too hard or there's all these self-doubting beliefs that they have. So that is really what I, what I work through them with. Um, and we found that absolutely like that is and will tell you, you know, when he started the business before I joined, um, it, it was really just the wellness side of things. And he's, he's a very, very strong coach. But when we got to the point where I was able to jump in and really help people move back from it, it's not just the external boundaries. When I was able to jump in and help people move past these internal boundaries, that was the game changer, right? That's when people had buy-in. That's when people started to get excited to work out because they had this entire new belief system about themselves. So that's really on the wellness side. And then on the business side, um, Justin works with a lot of entrepreneurs. I, I work more with executive leaders. Um, and there's, there's a massive amount of things that we do. You know, we have, we have entrepreneurs who are just starting out. We have um, executives who are at the, the pinnacle of their career and, and want to understand what that black and white to color looks like. Um, so that's, that's really what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, anything I'm missing there? I think to, to answer your question in terms of what they look like coming in and what they look like coming out, a lot of our clients are entrepreneurs and when they come to us, they, they're, they're battered down. They, uh, their routines are struggling. They're like, I've just been so focused on the business. I have let myself go. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, in terms of habits, uh, my routines are gone, and we truly help build those back up while also nailing down a lot of things as we need to as entrepreneurs. Who's your target market? What is your target client? What is the offer? What is, uh, how are we going about it? Uh, we take a look at something called holistic integrated uh, relationship network marketing, which is truly about just building relationships with people and not being that sleazy salesperson, not being that, uh, uh, that snake in the grass kind of coming out and going sliding into the DMS and asking uh, a question about the profile picture that's there. And then, Oh, do you want to purchase what I have? Um, it, but truly building a business that you can be proud of and something that, uh, is again, like true to your values. Um, and into that wellness offer, really taking a look at somebody and not just saying, this is the workout you need to do. Here's the plan. Follow it. Good. Away you go. It's taking a look at, okay, how are you sleeping? What is your energy levels like? What, not restricting you on a, on a meal plan where you have to do keto, you have to do paleo, you have to do intermittent fasting, all these fad things. No, if it's pizza night on a Tuesday, I want you to be able to have pizza night on a Tuesday with your family, feel good about it, and still accomplish the goals that you want. If you want to have a glass of wine with your wife or your husband at night, I want you to be able to do that because that's what makes you happy. And I want you to be able to accomplish your goals. So you did, utilizing the data-driven uh, progress or the, I guess the data-driven uh, process that we use, I'm able to track sleep, I'm able to track recovery and I'm able to track strain, which is both mental and physical. And from there, Elise and I are very uh, integrated together in through that. Elise very much so on the energy and um, inner block release. And then for myself, uh, through a bunch of app-based practices, uh, we do everything from yoga to meditation to programmed workouts based upon where you are. 
Um, we go live four days a week with our entire community. Um, and then uh, it, it's, it's a very integrated and holistic based upon um, really nailing down those habits and treating yourself as that professional athlete. Because as entrepreneurs, as executives, if we truly want to be at the pinnacle of our game, we have to treat ourselves the way that athletes do. Now, is it on the level? Do we compare ourselves to them? Like I talked about at the beginning, not at all. But it's your level of professionalism, the way that we're looking for in terms of results. Love that. I think it's a, it's a great balance between everything because you hear all the time that the way that you do one thing is the way that you do everything. And it starts with your health. If you don't have your health and wellness, you have nothing. And I, I can absolutely attribute um, the success that my wife and I have because of how we begin our day. You know, we work out every morning together. We have a healthy breakfast together. We have our morning coffee together and we don't do anything before 10 a.m. So the first four hours of our day is completely us. It's time for us to connect before we obviously go through the throes of our day, but it always starts with our health and wellness. And then obviously everything else flows from that. So before I get to my final question, um, how can people find out about the both of you and, and how you can help people? So um, where can they connect with you on social or, you know, is there a website that people can be directed to where they can find out more? Yeah, absolutely. They can go to justownit.co. Uh, there's call links for both Elise and I there. There's a lot more information uh, on that website that, uh, that people can dive into. Uh, free ebook and stuff there as well. Um, and then on the social platforms, we're very active on uh, my LinkedIn, which is uh, Justin Roth and Chauffeur, just my name. Uh, Instagram, which is at Justin Roth uh, or at OwnIt10X. And then obviously Elise. Uh, yeah, LinkedIn, very easy, Elise Gollin. Um, and then my Instagram is very easy as well, at a Gollin. <laughs> cool. So for the listeners, all of that information will be in the show notes. So you guys can connect with Justin and Elise. And I, I highly encourage you to, um, it's when you, when you take two dynamic people and you put them together, obviously that, that creates some dynamic results. And I love what you guys are doing and uh, just really grateful and honored to have you guys on the show today. But final question before we sign off and both of you can answer this. Uh, what does success truly mean to the both of you? Success for me means being present, means taking every moment for whatever it is and, and being present in that moment and trusting that as long as you're showing up in the right way, that, that things will happen the way that they're meant to. That's absolutely what it means for me. And that's been a journey for me to, to, for me to come to that conclusion. <laughs> And then for me, it would be that word that we talked about at the beginning was freedom. That freedom of uh, your conscience, that freedom of uh, guilt, shame, judgment, uh, and, and the freedom to be able to do what you truly want to do and live life on your terms. Life by design, my friend uh, Michelle Scaff actually says it best. She goes, strive to be a life architect where you're literally the architect of your own life. And I, I always, I love that because we can all design the life of our dreams if, if we truly want to. And, you know, we stay focused on our path, but I'll come back to something that you guys said multiple times uh, is serving other people. 
you know, the more people you serve, the more impact you can leave, uh, the more impact you can be felt. And all the other things that come with it are just the side effect of that. So thank you guys both again for being here. Uh, really grateful for the two of you and for, for bringing what you did to today's episode. Thank you so much, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Absolutely. So guys, as always, you know, head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review. Let us know what you loved most about the episode. What were your big aha moments and takeaways? And, and again, all the information uh, of how to connect with Elise and Justin will be in the show notes. So as always, please enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you again so much for checking out this week's episode. And if you can, head over to iTunes, search for Network Marketing Made Simple, leave me a five-star rating, basic review. I would be grateful for all the support you guys can give me. And again, if you'd be interested in learning more, how to utilize LinkedIn to grow your business, your brand, and your bank account, head over to my website, www.scotterron.net. Fill out the form for your free 15-minute discovery call so I can learn more about you, your business, and how we can work together. And again, thank you guys so much. Grateful for you all, and I'll see you next time.